0: You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morical, with me as always, Sean Keller. Hi, Joe. And Mike Pareto.
1: Yo, Joe.
0: This is A Little Nonsense.
1: Garbanzo beans. What a fun word, garbanzo. And they're tasty, too. Did you know that the juice in a can of garbanzo beans can be used as a vegan-friendly substitute for eggs? Sure can. And it's called aquafaba. Another fun word. Garbanzo beans. On a personal note, my fiancé (laughs) Julie. Left me over the weekend. It's it's been it's been a tough time, folks. Sure would be <laughs> nice just to win one, you know. So buy some garbanzo beans. Garbanzo. <laughs> oh God, Julie! Julie, please, please, Julie! I I need you garbanzo beans were your idea come back to me julie <coughs> i'm sorry is this is this mic hot is this a hot mic sorry about that These garbanzo beans really are good though buy some today and make some aquafaba eggs for your vegan friends julie was a vegan
0: Garbanzo
2: beans your idea? She invented them,
1: I guess. I don't know.
2: Garbanzo
0: beans were your idea, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> <I don't> <laughs> idea Julie. I, I, like, <laughs> I like garbanzo beans, but the concept of aquavaba is disgusting. Yes, yes it is. Ugh. I, when you, Whenever you
1: strain your beans... Can you think of anything less appetizing than the juice in a can of beans?
0: Ugh, it's no, nasty.
1: fucking disgusting.
0: The yeah. beans, the bean soakins, disgusting. Bean soakins. All right, <laughs> I thought it was something grosser.
2: The bean soakins, <laughs> made by <Bean> rednecks. <laughs> oh, Julie. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> garbanzo beans were your idea. <laughs>
0: so stupid <laughs> oh, I loved yeah. I loved that from the moment it turned to on a personal note <laughs> in, an yeah. a, in an advertisement on a personal note <laughs> uh, Well, you know, I I'm still coming down a bit from episode 100, which we are kind of recording hot on the heels of
1: Yeah, our cup at least, is over. At
0: least where my liver is concerned.
1: Are you still feeling it? Uh, no, it's no. only been like two days, <laughs> three days. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we're old now. So, yeah. So,
1: like those hangovers,
0: you just they, sh- shrug that off.
2: They last two or three days.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: You
1: just feel perpetually, basically, just a little bit shittier for the entire rest of your life after
2: you drink too much now. <laughs> it's just like 2% <laughs> shittier every time. Yeah. Speaking of uh, episode 100, though, I did have gifts for you guys. That I forgot to tell you about during episode 100. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh, so so we're gonna have like episode 100 plus now.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah Spillover
0: from from all that great content that didn't fit into episode 100.
2: Well, I was gonna I was gonna mail these to you guys, and then I was like, no, I'll just I'll wait until I see them in person. And uh, but I wanted to at least show you what I did uh, to commemorate our 100th episode. I've got a little package here cocaine. came in the came in the mail it's not cocaine
0: it's a, a bundle of cocaine
2: <laughs> i'm just gonna open it what
0: it's if i in, was
1: really in. excited that it was gonna be cocaine <laughs> <laughs> You feel bad now do, do you guys know what these are they look like tiny coffins
0: tiny metal coffins
1: oh yeah those are uh, uh tiny metal coffins
2: <laughs> 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 no, it's some kind of currency no. right I it, it's this is Klingon currency. Ah uh, yes, Kling, <laughs> Klingon currency, and it's uh it's, it's very very metallic, yeah. And I it's absolutely metal. What do they call got, those? What are those? I uh, got one one for each of us. They're called Klingon bucks. <laughs> 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 yeah, you just if you you can get fifty, uh, you can get a, a a hat if you have fifty Klingon bucks at the Chuck E. Cheese's. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the street they on on the street they call them kaplawlers <laughs> those are those are pretty
1: cool and coffin shaped yeah. and it kind of makes they sense are. being klingon currency that they would they would be coffin shaped right yeah not at all it'd be but, really uh... <laughs> difficult
0: to make your money in the shape of your slain enemies otherwise. what are they called though, seriously
2: i do i have to google it yeah you have to google it i fucking
1: don't klingon remember you, I, currency.
0: I, I don't remember
1: Talons, they're called the, yes Of course they are Which is funny because the When Maria told me what the name of the old Greek currency was I thought she was for sure talking about Klingon currency Because it was called the drachma
0: Drachma
2: (laughs) That sounds way more Klingon
0: It does Well, talon is clearly a translation It it might be drachma in Klingon
2: But yeah, I wanted us to eventually have every single Every single piece of fictitious currency available Yeah, I
0: know, that's cool I like it. Well, thank you. When uh, uh, Thank you in advance for when we yes, uh, eventually you. get them. I had yeah, I had been
2: eyeing a couple of the Star Trek currencies myself. It's tough because currency is not like a big part of Star Trek. It's like the whole point is that there's... It yeah. is, I think, a little more on DS9. Um
0: Sure.
1: With the latinum. gold, la-
0: gold, yeah, gold press latinum. Yeah. I, I looked into that as well. Yeah,
1: that stuff's pretty cool.
0: And then you found out you would just have to give us bars of gold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, like, a little, uh, it's a little, yeah, it's a little price prohibitive. It's
1: way yeah, more expensive. We would know if it wasn't real gold press latinum.
2: <laughs> you would. Yeah.
0: Well, if we're gonna, uh, if we're gonna do 100 plus right here at the top of the show. Uh, I have something. Oh my god! Regarding <laughs> this episode one hundred, <laughs> I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. I'm excited about it, but
0: yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's it's an apology of sorts because <laughs> Sean and I did torture you mercil- mercilessly <laughs> during episode one hundred. Ah uh, yeah, I was gonna and, ask uh, how that's
1: going. Oh, it's not. It's not going yet. I haven't. I haven't even started it yet. Well,
2: you're you're gonna want to get on that. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a while. I, yeah, I've just.
1: I have not really had much time, unfortunately. Well,
0: you know, it was a fun episode though with all of the uh, with the cameos that you guys bought. Um, so I got something that I think will be in the same theme as. What we did last...
2: Wait, is it is it another C-list celebrity telling you they like your beard?
0: <laughs> well, look for yourself.
3: Hey there, Mike. It's Dave Foley here. Hey. And I'm here to discuss the incident. <laughs> the incident. I uh, think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the incident during the,
0: uh,
3: the 100th uh, <laughs> podcast of a, a Little Nonsense. Oh, my God. And I just want to uh, let you know that uh, I know you're very angry, but that Joe, Joe, bless his heart, Joe is sorry. He's very, very sorry. But just, just, uh, just Joe, Sean is not sorry. Sean uh, is, is unrepentant, I believe. Maybe even gleeful. Maybe even proud. So, uh, but Joe, on the other hand, has uh, has uh, softened oh and decided God. to apologize. So there you go, and he's, he's delivering that apology. Via me, uh, and trust me, there are cheaper ways to apologize. <laughs> so uh, he must really be sorry. There so there you go. Uh, take it, take it for what it's worth, and uh, only you can judge. Um, but for Joe, it was actually quite expensive. That is hilarious. So you know. All right, <laughs> bye bye.
2: Thanks,
1: Dave
3: Foley. Um, amazing. <laughs> That's amazing.
2: Joe, that was excellent.
0: Thank you. I'll tell you, you're very welcome. I'll tell you what's amazing is how quickly he did that. I ordered that the same night we recorded while still wasted. And I had it in my email the next morning. Any regrets? Oh my God. No, that's
1: I hilarious. I should not have done that. No, that was excellent.
0: That's
3: that was fantastic. Yeah,
0: very
1: unexpected and hilarious. And uh, it's I almost felt like he knew me. Like he was really invested in this. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I crammed in a lot of information into that character limit. It's so hard. As much yeah, as possible. So...
2: I felt like you knew me too.
0: <laughs> uh, really, no, really it was just it. it was just a it was just a couple of words about you. Did, you know, did
1: cameo? Did they used to let you write a script like up to a certain length? Because I remember Brett Far. And this is probably when they stopped doing it. <laughs> Because you remember all that trouble that Brett Favre got into for reading that yes. like, white
2: nationalist script yes. on his cameo?
1: <laughs> he had no idea what no. he was saying. He just yeah. read it.
2: He didn't know. Yeah. 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 He was just like, and uh, happy birthday. It says here, go Whiteys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was and,
1: a little uh, less on the nose, but yes. <laughs> yeah. um, that's probably when they stopped doing it. I'm Amazing. guessing. Probably. Cut.
0: That makes sense.
2: Yeah, when Pat Hughes did his cameo, it it didn't let me write a script. No, and the the limit they give you is way too short. It's it's way too short. Ten characters, if I'm not mistaken.
1: (laughs) Ten characters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Let me tell you, I I feel like Dave Foley there went above and beyond with the ten-character request I made of him.
2: Uh, Yeah, he really pulled the essence of what you were asking him to do.
0: It it was amazing. I never even mentioned you, Sean, and he just seemed to know.
2: <laughs> He's a listener. Because even if you type Sean Bad, that's eight characters. Sean Bad.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just a uh, uh, Joe Sorry Mick.
2: <laughs> Joe Sorry
1: Mick. I don't. Is there even room yeah. for that?
0: Joe Sorry. No. no. <laughs> if you leave, if you leave out the K. Yeah, yeah. I left out the I. <laughs> I left out the I, and he just he figured it out. Well,
2: this is great. I can't wait for uh, next week to hear like Pauly Shore tell me I've got a small dick or something. I'm assuming. Well, I
0: I, I feel like I feel like if we can manage it, we have to get the rest of the kids in the hall at the very Uh, least. We've we've already had two of them, so Bruce McCullough, (laughs) you're up. Jump on cameo. You're on notice, Bruce McCullough. (laughs) Well,
2: we got we got my two favorite kids in the hall cast members, uh, which is most important. And yes, I I absolutely absolutely my two
1: favorite. Also, I mean, I probably everybody of course. I'm guessing. Yeah. Sorry, Bruce.
2: <laughs>
1: that was great. That was great.
0: Man. So, we will roll right into uh there's a bit of mail in the hole that we need to to oh, clear wow. out. There's some mail in our hole. It's tingling. Can you feel it? I was wondering what
2: that was. Me me saying, "Oh wow," immediately to you say, to you telling us we have a single piece of fan mail. <laughs> probably, probably. I should probably not do that during and is the
1: recording. It, it makes us seem a little desperate. Is it from someone we've received mail from before?
0: <laughs> uh I plead the fifth. Oh, all
2: right. So yes, that means yes. <laughs> it's like my parents saying maybe. It means no. <laughs> it means no when I say it too. Yeah. It's like when I when I say, do you, mom and dad, do you love me?" and they say, "Maybe." I know I know I know what they mean. Or I'll think yeah. about it is another one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Ask your mother.
0: I'm uh I'm the only honest person here. If I say maybe, it's actually a maybe. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I say I'll think about it, I'm going to. Sometimes, yeah, when I
1: say I'll think about it, it just means I don't want to think about it right now.
2: Yeah, no, for I'm in the same boat. Yeah. It's like, give me some time, and then I'll still yeah. not think about it. And then the next time you ask me, I'll think about it.
0: <laughs> okay. Hello, gentlemen. Please settle an argument between my coworkers and I. Done. Is chocolate candy, or is it just chocolate? Skittles, candy. Starburst, candy. I have an opinion. Twizzlers, candy. Hershey Bar, that's chocolate m ms also chocolate. So, uh, listener Bill is asking if chocolate stands in its own category versus all other candy.
2: My opinion is that it does, yes. Oh, wow, I disagree. I think it's kind of like saying, is metal a car? Like, no, chocolate is a component of certain types of candy, but we've discussed before, you can get, like, a, uh, a one hundred or ninety nine percent chocolate chocolate bar that is bitter and not sweet and candy must be sweet my friends otherwise what are we doing? Well so I, I don't think that chocolate by itself chocolate frosting that's not candy it's chocolate. It's just a flavor. It's a it's a component. Chocolate though, I mean okay, so you're saying there are
1: some candies that have chocolate in them. Yes. But chocolate itself is not candy.
2: No, that does not fulfill my requirement for being candy. Definitely not. I agree. Now, a candy bar made of chocolate, candy. I think that it has to, there is some quality. It has to be candied
1: or like, I know that's, it has to be, it has to be sweet. It has to to have, it has to have a lot of sugar in it, obviously, to be candy. And chocolate does sometimes, but chocolate most of the time, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean all the time. It has
0: in in all in all preparations it, for for yeah. consumption on its own.
1: Yeah, but I, to, what I consider candy tends to be more in the vein of sugar based, like uh, hard candies, uh, Starburst, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that, Kit Kats, Reese's. No, see, I don't consider those candy. Oh, okay. I consider them to be sweets.
0: I think you're all idiots. And what about Reese's doesn't, Pieces? It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. It's all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all candy. It's all garbage.
2: Let's see what Google
1: says. It's all
0: delicious it's all garbage. garbage. It,
2: it is garbage.
0: But it's all I, delicious, I, delicious not, fucking garbage. Not all, not all candy, though. Listen, all, all of it's candy. All of it's garbage. All garbage is candy. Delicious, delicious garbage candy. Yeah, I just <laughs> eat garbage. <laughs> I, I guess just having a there isn't really a right <laughs> or
1: wrong
2: answer, but...
1: I think it's a sweet, it's not candy.
2: Yeah, I, I just think it's a building block of candy. I, I think, I that think
0: cacao is the building block, Sean. Cacao! <laughs> cacao!
2: Cacao! Yeah, I had a bird that said that. It was the only word he knew. <laughs> He had a speech impediment, apparently.
0: If you mix it up to be candy, (laughs) it's candy. If you mix it up to be something else, it's something, you know, the components are different. But a chocolate bar is candy. Yeah,
1: chocolate bar. It's not chocolate.
0: It's not chocolate unless it's got all of the ingredients of chocolate in it. If it's cacao it by is itself, typically it's typically called
2: candy. a candy bar, so I, I'll right. give you that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if you give me a bar of baker's chocolate that is, you know, 99% cacao, and just there's no sweetness in there. Yeah, that's not candy. That's no. not candy. But it's not, not, not chocolate candy. either, right? Well, not really. It's, it's
1: cacao. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. But there is something about chocolate that's a little bit more savory, you know, than... Straight up candy. I don't know. It just yeah, like
0: nerds. There there are kinds of bars that have salty things in them. There are. It's irrelevant.
1: There are. And I guess you could say the same thing sort of about like toffee. Let
0: me tell you, if you're eating it by itself and it's not like a baked good, it's fucking candy. It does. It doesn't matter. Delicious garbage. Eat garbage. Put fucking garbage in your mouth. If it's a
2: sweet that's not a baked good, it's candy. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. But it seems like there's a spectrum, right? So like. Pixie sticks, definitely a fucking candy. Nerds, definitely a candy. You start to go to like a you know, Nestle Crunch bar, I say candy, but there's an argument to be made, not candy. Apparently there I is. I think yeah. that's
0: an argument that would be made by people on a different spectrum.
2: <laughs>
0: Joe, <laughs> Joe, you're right, but you're canceled. <laughs> mm. Mm. I, I, I had a bad run. It's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the fucking stupid question. Whatever your name is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even matter. I won't even repeat it. He's not listening.
1: I does does the does this listener think that it's not candy in the way that I suggested it was not candy? Did did they give their opinion?
0: Uh, not that I recall. Okay, and I, I just
1: said. Settle an argument. I'm glad that we didn't
2: settle it for you. I'm so I'm
1: no, so... he just
0: said interested to hear your
2: thoughts, <laughs> which we did. All we did, we did was give our thoughts, tell him his question is stupid, and not answer his question. That's what we did.
0: No, we just have a difference of opinion where I say it's all garbage, put it in your mouth, eat that garbage, you dirty slut. And
2: <laughs> if Joe
1: disagrees with your opinion, he Calls you an idiot. That's just what he does. That's that's a Joe thing. If if <laughs> yeah. he's right and you're wrong. So
0: I disagree with that, Mike. You're an idiot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to us by Stern McManuels Custom Motes. Mm. Hi, I'm Stern McManuels. I'm here to ask you one important question. When are you gonna get a moat? The answer is simple three to five weeks after you call me Stern McManuels. I've been digging tasteful and effective custom moats for over 14 months now. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, I'm getting pretty good at it. Every Stern McManus moat includes one of my famous rickety drawbridges, so you'll always get immediate access to your home in about 75 seconds. <laughs> immediate <laughs> access. <laughs> Why does it have to be Rickety. Faster than that if you're really strong, and turn the crank really fast. And even faster if you've got a horse. And you do. Because when you purchase one Stern McManus custom moat, you also get a free horse. Now, I know what you're thinking. What am I going to do with a horse? Well, aside from the obvious answer I just gave you moments ago, I'll tell you. You're going to feed it, ride it, and put it in a stable. What's that? You don't have a stable. Well, now you do, because when you purchase one Stern McManuel custom moat, you get the rickety drawbridge, the horse, and the stable, and a full suit of armor. (laughs) Stern, I'm going to look so out of place. Not anymore, you're not, because if you act now, I'm also going to give you 100 knights and 40 archers. (laughs) Stern, this sounds great, but what's it going to cost me? Well, that's the best part. The moat, the rickety drawbridge, the horse, the stable, the suit of armor, the hundred knights, the forty archers. All this will only cost you $20 million. (laughs) And I can't stress this part enough. Act now. Act right now. Because I'm coming for you. Right, men?
0: I feel like he's coming for me.
2: And I know it might have just to you guys sounded like just one guy at the end hollering for Stern McManuals.
0: No, that sounded like thousands. Now, I, I got to take this up with Stern when I call, because my brother, who could benefit from a moat, he has land. I don't. I rent. Mm. Uh, he already has a stables. Mm. So, you know, can that be traded for something of equal cash value? Or I think uh, you can it's get. It's you just could probably to in with him. You could probably trade it for a belfry. Oh, he does not have a belfry.
2: Yeah, there you go. Pretty sure Stern could arrange that.
0: Yeah. I think, I think my brother would like a belfry.
2: A siege tower? Um, a trebuchet? I mean, uh,
0: who... D- a por- a portcullis? Port yeah. I feel like that's... I feel like giving giving his customers weapons is directly going to cause significant losses to his men when they attack.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it sounded like he had a lot of men.
1: So, maybe. It sounded like he had one guy trying to sound like a lot of men. <laughs>
2: I, I heard a lot of guys. I
1: heard, like I heard a lot of
0: guys as well. <laughs> and because this is an odd-numbered episode, I'm pretty sure that...
2: Uh, <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of guys.
0: <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of guys.
1: Oh, All yes, I'm sorry. I did hear learned. a lot of guys. You're right. Right. I'm editing myself here right now.
2: I just, it's... I don't know. It's kind of weird to me that this guy is just uh, trying to fortify people that he wants to attack
0: <laughs> i guess i guess it's for sport i'll tell you it's it's rather cling on of him he doesn't want it to be easy he no he right. wants a challenge he i i got the impression wants a, a worthy enemy
1: that he was just, just kind of he attacks people so that they buy the moat so that he can't oh
2: isn't i thought it's like a protection racket it's exactly yes yes he threat- he threatens them. He tells them how they can defend their A place. medieval
0: mafia. Now
2: and then he threatens them. <coughs> I should I should notify the listener that um, <laughs> we
1: <coughs> some time ago, excuse me, uh, challenged Sean to play some Super Nintendo games. Oh yeah, yeah, because he had never played some of the classics, uh, in particular, The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, and. It's my understanding that you did in fact start playing that game, Sean. I did. How's that going?
2: <laughs>
1: it's been how long has it been now? It's been uh, it's been like a week, give or take. A little longer than that, I think. It's
2: been longer than um, a week. Okay. It okay. has, and I've sat. I've uh, we can change. I I've played it in two sittings so far. The first sitting was the most productive. Uh, the second sitting. I uh, kind of just dicked around for a, for like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Got tired and went to bed. And that was um, that
1: was like five days ago, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I have not so played at this since. rate, you should be finished twenty thirty one.
2: No, no, I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, but uh, I, I really like what I've uh, what I've seen so far, and and actually, I've really liked what I've heard so far. The music is outstanding. Mm. Yeah, um, it
1: does have good music, yeah. Especially when you get yeah, to the dark it's... world in 45 years. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually when I
0: get there, um, when the game actually
1: begins in
2: the dark world in 50 years.
0: Yeah, you're still in the prologue. This is Kingdom Come Deliverance all over again, Sean.
2: No, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm playing the game. The game has begun. I'm I've started playing. Have it. you have you played or tried any of the other games that uh, Joe gifted you no because i'm worried about uh I, or at least i haven't started number one because i'm like oh well i'll just i'm gonna do a link to the past before i try and start another snes game uh i do have a list going though of chrono trigger and uh super mario rpg mm, good those are yeah. my two
0: Both solid. my two
2: next things yeah um yeah. but i have that on my laptop And I honestly, like, the way that my schedule has been, I've had, I believe, one night since that last time I played A Link to the Past where I didn't feel like getting the laptop out. I was on the couch rubbing my wife's feet, and I just tossed in uh, The Witcher 3 and played that for, like, a half an hour and just, like, wandered around. Um, So it's not like I've been gaming every night and just ignoring it. I just have not... Dedicated myself to it, but I've liked it a lot, uh, or from what I've played mm. so far. I'll get there. Well, that was a less interesting didn't. conversation than I had expected. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, don't, I don't know what you. I don't know what you expected. It's, it's, it's really not less. To. It's not less interesting than I expected. I, I, expect, I just expect I expected to talk
1: about the to talk about the game a little bit. But you know,
0: we, can, we can
2: talk about it. I, no, I, I no, think, it's uh, fine. It's fine. Just wanted to see how you're doing with it. I was pretty taken by uh, the lack of hand-holding, um, particularly for an older game. I guess I was kind of expecting going into it that it would be all very, uh, you know, here's your map, here's where everything is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but and you have that game?
1: backwards. <laughs> older games <laughs> are much less likely to hold your
2: hand. Well, and I, I didn't play, obviously, I didn't play, I guess, games like that. when I was When those games came out, or I guess around that age that you guys were playing those games... I was playing like Mortal Kombat. I wish that I had some examples, but
1: Joe, do you remember playing a game where you would you would save it in a place where you could never beat it? Like you you screwed yourself over because you saved it the wrong time. Mm.
0: Oh yes. Yes. I mean um
1: <laughs> that was a thing. Um, right I have then. done that. And I at least there I've were saved saves.
0: I've saved beyond points of no return, like where I couldn't get back to I just didn't have like enough healing potions or something like that. And I was at a boss.
1: Yeah. And you're just Uh, screwed. Yeah.
0: The one that sticks out most in my mind is from a PlayStation game called, uh, Brave Fencer Musashi. Mm. And I think it was one of the last bosses of the, of the fucking game, uh, for the, uh, for the sky thing. Sorry. I'm trying to remember a game from 1997 and. It's proving difficult.
1: Yeah, I've never even heard of that game.
0: It's a good game. I'm sure it looks like shit now because it was all 3D polygons. Yeah, that era
1: for graphics was terrible. It was the the transition period between 2D and 3D. It was just like, ugh, it's terrible.
0: But we were amazed by it. We were. Link to the Past is pretty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Super Nintendo is the pinnacle of sprite based graphics
1: yeah it is so that a game designed with sprites in mind and with that art style in mind it can look really good on, on SNAS I mean it's like Joe said it's the pinnacle that and Final Fantasy 6 slash 3 I guess in the United yes. States uh, are are very pretty games and they sound great like you said the music is very good even though it's yeah. only, I'm guessing it like a sixteen-bit MIDI, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But but it was composed for it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And actually, that, that's. I was just thinking about this today because one of my favorite Zelda games is uh, Link's Awakening, which was originally a Game Boy game, an original Game Boy game, um, and I uh, I played that. I think it was my second Zelda game after... I didn't play any of the NES Zelda games, for the record, before uh, the Super... before A Link to the Past. So my second Zelda game ever was Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, and Game Boy is like... I mean, that music is like less than 8-bit, right? I don't know what it is, but it's... it's One. It's like one It's bit, just one bit. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the music in that game, like, because of the platform and because of the limitations of the hardware had like a haunting kind of feel to it in some of the dungeons and stuff and when they re-released it when they remade it for the Switch um, with obviously vastly improved everything, the music didn't sound as good to me even though it was like orchestral you know, but I didn't enjoy the music as much as I did in its original form on the Game Boy.
3: Mm.
0: Nostalgia worked against you.
1: (laughs) Well, I think again, it was because it was designed for that platform.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was kind of longing for, uh, or as I'm playing a link to the past, I don't need the music to be different because I think it's wonderful, but I would love to hear like an orchestral arrangement of these themes. And it also got me thinking about how many video games I've, well, I'm sure they do, but it also got me thinking about how many video games, um, have not memorable soundtracks because like, I I've only played again, like I I'm less than like an hour into a link to the past. And there have been no less than five themes or melodies that I feel like I could hum and that are very, like you go into a room and this new theme plays And it just perfectly captures, like, what you're supposed to be feeling uh, at that moment. And there's, like, I just feel like that's a lost art, or maybe it's just the guy who did that is, like, one of the John Williams or the Hans Zimmers of the video game world. I don't know much about video game music, but it certainly seems like uh, that game has a very regimented—not regimented, but, like, it's got themes that are memorable, and I feel like that's a lost art just— in movies and video games nowadays, mm. particularly in movies, there's not very many, like, hummable scores anymore. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. That's
0: a good point.
2: The the 80s and 90s were, like, amazing. You had John Williams going, you had Danny Elfman, uh, you had fucking uh, Back to the Future. Like, there are so many movies with these evocative scores.
0: And Silvestri, Alan Silvestri. Was Silvestri, yes. Thank you.
2: But, yeah, I feel like now, like, we get the occasional Hans Zimmer thing, um, like he'll have what? Like I think about like Interstellar had like one amazing, you know, piece mm-hmm. that was the, that that or, that organ music. Um, but it's like I don't know that I feel like the era of a movie having four to six memorable themes is just yeah. gone. No, I I, I I I think you're right. I don't know
1: if it's gone. I just think it's been a while. J- John Williams. I mean, he had most of them. Yeah. He's just, he's got to, he's got to stop. He's got to stop. He's old. I mean, my God, don't get me wrong. He's like the greatest film composer of all time, but just in the last 20 years or so, I really since, um, Harry Potter, probably either since when was the last Harry Potter movie that he did? Was it Prisoner of Azkaban? I think so. I believe it was that one. Yeah, And, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, um, around the same time, and Revenge of the Sith soundtrack is not very good either, in my opinion. No, it's not. There's one good song. Yeah.
2: Um, so around that time, he just kind of—I think he just ran
1: out. I mean, he just ran
2: out of shit. Yeah, I think the well—the you know? well ran dry. Yeah. Uh, the fucking the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. So good. That—that's so one of the more. But that's one of the more recent ones I can think mm-hmm. of where it's like, oh, yeah, which got is like twenty years seven ago, seven or eight themes, right? Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: At least the, fir- the first movie, I think it came out at, uh, in, tw- in 2001, December, 20 years ago.
2: Even Hans Zimmer, like, don't get me wrong, because the, the scores that he's done for the Nolan movies uh, have been really good. But in terms of like a hummable or a whistleable, whistleable theme, I feel like I have to go back to Pirates. Uh, of the Caribbean, which was again like twenty years ago, wasn't it?
1: I, yeah, I'm really, really fond of the Inception soundtrack. I, I love I, it, but I,
2: I, I couldn't hum it right now.
1: Yeah, it's not it, the the song that uh, that plays at the end of the movie called Time. Uh-huh. Oh my God, it's like it's one of my favorites. It's just a beautiful song. I actually saw him somewhat recently. In concert he was extremely good. Much yeah. more entertaining than like John Williams is just a very traditional composer, conductor, you know, he just he's not exactly an entertainer, but Hans Zimmer was really yeah. good. If if
2: he comes into town near you, I highly recommend it. I've seen YouTube clips and he's like fucking up and jumping around and shit. Yeah. And there's like yeah. it, the performer, is like there's violinists who are jumping around and having full and shit. makeup. He's basically
1: channeling <laughs> fireworks. Yanni, right? He's kind of like, a, he's right, kind of yeah. being Yanni, but with film yeah. music, you know? That's fun. It's a good show.
0: They're different people, right? I mean, I've never seen them in the same room before.
2: I haven't either. Yeah, they're very different people. <laughs> If you say so,
1: Mike. I for some reason Hans Zimmer reminds me of like a German version of Michael McKeon. Like just if you just look at him, it's like it's like All Michael right, McKeon is is doing a German accent, you know, and he's it he just looks like him. And they're probably about hmm. the same age too. I'm guessing.
0: Are they the same person?
1: That would be impressive. Yanni and Michael McKeon. <laughs> No, Yanni, read Yanni looks like the soup Nazi now. hes uh, He no longer <laughs> has the, the long hair. He cut it off, and he just looks like the soup Nazi.
0: Huh. Are they the same <laughs> person? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to say that, and they will be.
2: Come to think of it, Joe, I've never seen you and Yanni in the same room
0: together. Guys, I Are have a confession. they the same? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I, I, I am the Yanni. The Yanni. Okay. This episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to you by Ferguson Farms Chicken Soda. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> and by The Creepy Murder Hotel <laughs> is proud to announce. That their breakfast kitchen, available to all guests, come sunrise, is now serving food. (laughs) What? (laughs) The creepy murder hotel is conveniently located only a half mile from wherever your car breaks down. It's just a name. You'll be fine.
2: (laughs) I, I believe him, credible.
0: Yeah, it's great. I, I've, I've I thought this. you were gonna be like,
1: no serves, pancakes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: I've uh, I've I've had their food. It's it's very food like.
1: Really? Yeah, tastes like food. Food, <laughs> food. <laughs>
0: food. <laughs> oh, you guys tried that new stuff. Food. Food. No, <laughs> is. It goes
2: in your belly, but it starts in your mouth, and it's food. <laughs> and it
0: Looks like meat's burger on <laughs> the menu, boys. Oi, that shiny shirt! It's mine. Hands <laughs> 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 <Head laughs> <drop, head laughs> off! Hands <laughs> off that shiny shirt! I'll. I'm gay and proud. <laughs> why, is, why does he want what a shiny shirt? On? Actually, the, the,
1: it's <laughs> the smartest orc in all the movies because that shirt is worth more than the Shire. <laughs>
2: That's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is
2: that your is that your third chicken soda? It's good, Joe. You need to cut back on the chicken sodas, primarily due to the cholesterol involved it's just 100% <laughs> carbonated egg yolk <laughs> <laughs> God, that's gross you- that's so per- nasty. fermented spiked egg yolk mm.
1: I mean I guess that's kind of like eggnog right I mean there's I don't like eggnog yeah, I I, I, really, I can have like one sip. I, of I
0: I avoid I avoid dairy, so I'll just take the yolk, thanks. Let's skip the uh, let's skip the cream.
1: Eggnog is like it's like warm, it's melted vanilla ice cream with nutmeg in it. Uh-huh. It's it's Kinda disgusting. Yeah. And and I suppose rum also. Often.
0: I'll take the chicken soda for that. Rich creamy blend of egg yolk and chicken broth
2: <laughs> gross mm. <laughs> savory and delicious just just, no just no coming back from chicken beer.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say we should we should probably at one of these days like actually try to make and consume some of the things we've advertised on this show, just. Like a
2: like a big wet bag of spiders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: don't I think, think there's I anything think, about uh, that, I think Mike's but... in charge of uh, in charge of the big wet bag of spiders.
1: What do you do with it? That's the question. We don't know. You try to you sell it. No one knows. You sell it as fast
0: as you can. I mean, yeah. in the very first ad, they tell you you can have more fun than you ever thought possible. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll figure it out. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the. Uh, Garden studs. I'll I'll make that a reality.
2: <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs>
0: and uh, Sean will get uh liquid beef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nasty. I
2: don't have to drink it, I just have to sell it, right? No, you gotta drink it. You gotta What if I can point. I give it to like can I give it to like the homeless veteran that's at the intersection by my work?
0: No, <laughs> that's horrible.
2: <laughs> no, it's I'm giving him free food. Well, are you though? I mean Are you? Is is he gonna is he gonna be a chooser? I gotta try this horse powder. That's <laughs> horse powder. I call dibs on the butter gun. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I
0: feel like you're just gonna buy a paintball gun and then jam butter. Bone at it. juice. You bet I am. <laughs>
2: bone juice. Yeah, you remember bone juice? I don't think I ever actually did that ad. I don't. I don't remember Damn that it. at all. I don't I've you just I've killed. ruined it. Brought to you by bone juice. Mm. What a difference. <laughs> <laughs> what a difference.
0: What was that the actual slogan for?
2: Yeah, what, what Oh,
1: blockbuster. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> what a difference? Blockbuster video. What a difference? Yes, it was. <laughs> That's so
2: stupid. Blackbuster video. Oh, what a difference! What a difference! <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's no, there's no, there's nothing in there about renting
0: movies. No. It doesn't connect at all. It was one guy at the ad agency that's well, like, "What does that matter? What what does that matter? What does that matter to the jingle? What what is? I'm loving it. Communicate about the actual purchasing of food. Well, that you love it. But if you say, "What a difference! What a difference from what? Not renting From the videos, other
1: rental places like wow, I'm you know, Ken's video sucks.
2: Oh, yeah, Blockbuster was really in, comp- in hot competition with Ken's
1: video. What were the other well, big
0: considering they're out of business now? I maybe. think there is one I'm left. Just is Ken to blame? It was one guy in a pitch meeting who fucked up
2: and forgot that it was oh, that yeah. day. And they were, and they were like, "So, what's your slogan?" He's like, "Buzz video, what a difference!" difference. And they're like, "Here's a million dollars, Jenkins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You did it
2: again. Yeah,
0: you did did it it
1: again. again.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, this is the
1: Byemenin guy right here. (laughs) Remember how?" thrilled we were when you came in here and you just said, Bye, Menon. I mean, we just...
0: (laughs) Before that, he was working for Old Spice. He just started whistling a little bit and they they (laughs) ate it up. Oh, and then we took him for our McDonald's campaign and
2: he was like... "Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ba-da-da-ba-ba. That's
0: actually a really good one.
2: But what... (laughs) What even was Menon? Do you
0: remember? What the hell was that?
2: Bye, Menon. Menon.
0: Uh, Isn't it a, like a men's toiletry company?
2: I, I thought it was cars. I, it,
1: no, I, I think you're right, Joe. I think it was like uh deodorant yeah, and yeah, like, like aftershave and deodorant. I just I'm trying to find it. I don't, it's just gone forever. It's been
0: erased. <laughs> what is or was Menon? I like to google very grammatically correct when possible.
2: Yeah, the algorithms are like, who is this? <laughs> it's uh, that guy again.
0: <laughs> it's a brand that's owned by Colgate Palmolive.
2: There you go. Uh, uh, still, The brand is
1: still owned by Colgate Palmolive?
0: Well, it's not like they're ever going to get rid of just owning it Yes, brand. they just they retired it, anything, apparently. But... Interesting. Maybe there was some kind of big Yeah, they made, made anti-perspirants. Oh, uh, Speed Stick. It says Speed Stick is made by... Menon. Uh, Menon huh. is made by Menon. Menon. coincidentally, that? that meant I had a uh, Menon product sitting <laughs> on my desk <laughs> so that I didn't know about. <laughs> Jesus. That's bizarre. Okay. I mean, the logo for Menon's not on it. It says Colgate-Palmolive on the back, but... Maybe Colgate
1: bought Menon years ago. That's got to be what it was.
0: Yeah, the Menon company was founded in 1878 by Gerhard Heinrich Menon. I think he's a Frenchman. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, clearly. An immigrant <laughs> an immigrant to America from, oh, Germany. Brings oh, oh, employees
2: Mennonites? Is that what they called them? No. That, no, okay.
0: That's not related.
2: I
1: think he was oh, wait, going for a bit. No, I'm joking. So. <laughs>
0: oh, wait, yeah, they, they actually were called that. Huh. Apparently, they used to have a product called Baby Magic. Uh oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she was
2: just seventeen. I can't even.
1: I can't even uh, you know. guess what Baby Magic is. What?
2: <laughs> what did
1: that Sha- do?
0: Sean, you've got kids. Can you tell us what Baby Magic is?
2: Ah, uh, nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: sure can't. Not on the record, at least.
0: So, apparently in 1898, uh, Menin created baby powder. That's just... They invented it. Which was... And, uh, shut up, <laughs> like, is, this
1: is came Is off, baby powder talcum powder?
0: Yes, right? It's, uh, it, it's composed... It can be composed of talcum, but it's supposed to be an astringent powder. Mm. Uh, it can be talcum or cornstarch, something that will prevent diaper rash.
1: Cornstarch, I believe... Is safer than talcum powder,
0: and tastier. But chief
1: among their concerns Cord. in 1898 was not safety. If if no, my well, knowledge. Well, they also didn't know serves. what was
0: or what was not safe. They could see the baby had a rash, and this weird powder gets rid of it, so it must be good. Yeah, and and so many of their babies were just dying from like the rickets. So yeah. If they eventually hey, had some sort or two of degenerative health to, condition. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just we'll put these in the test pile. We'll test
2: our shit on these babies because they're dying anyway. I mean, yeah, if the kid develops cancer in
1: 70 years, I think that's a success story for, for that's babies a win. in 1898.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That is, a, that is a win for baby magic.
2: Not many 70-year-olds in 1898. Yeah, there were
1: not. Mm. Yeah, technically there were. Not many of anyone in 1898, by compared to, as compared to today. What do you think the population was? Just take a wild guess in 1898 of the world. The world population. Yeah, let's let's see.
2: 1898. That's not not that long ago, really. I, I would say one billion people. That's a that's <laughs> a pretty good guess. It
1: is. I think so. It's.
0: it's it's also what, you're like we're at, that wasn't we're at that long ago. Almost all of them. <laughs> yes. We're no. We're right, like, yeah. No. We're, that like, long we're ago. like
2: seven billion right now. Uh, yeah. About.
0: <laughs> so I think that's about not right. On I, yeah. Yeah.
1: No. I think it is too. Let me let me see though. Let's actually find the answer here.
0: I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. We're gonna price this right okay. this. I want to say 1.6 billion. All right. Let's see. I like how you shit on my answer, and then you. I didn't shit on your, your answer. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that you went. That's not that long ago. Almost all of them.
1: It uh, the the estimate is. I, I, one...
0: I'm pretty sure we're both in the.
1: Yeah, ballpark. Go ahead. I'm no, it's okay. The estimate is 1.5 billion.
0: Oh, so, ah, close! I lose by prices right rules. Yeah, yeah I mean something
1: like 80% of people didn't exist. So. Well, I mean, all people didn't exist back then. That exist today.
0: I was basing my estimate based on uh, a lot of the old sci-fi I've been reading and just sort of working off of pr- projections, like what sci-fi writers in the 40s and 50s thought would be ridiculous population numbers in the future. Which is what? They'd like, be like oh, billion? five billion people. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I love that era of, like, you know, uh, apprehension about the future and these and these yeah. crazy predictions and, like, just what will the world be like in 1990 you know especially in like in the 60s they went crazy with this stuff like they were trying
2: to design mm-hmm. everything to be futuristic looking and right you know there was just that's where all the cool shit from fallout comes right isn't that all 60s era 50s and 60s 50s
0: yeah it's yeah.
1: 50s yeah
0: it's a really cool aesthetic it is it's pretty neat some might even say Swell. Gee galley, that's swell. It's just just real swell. (laughs) Well, that's just the bee's knees. That's tops.
1: I actually say the bee's knees often. I don't know why. Do bees have knees? If by knee you mean a joint on their legs, then yes.
2: But they don't have knee caps, I bet. No, no. Isn't that really what makes a knee? Interesting question. If we ripped off your kneecaps,
0: <laughs> would you would you say that you still had knees? No, I'd say I lost my knees in a horrible kneecap I, accident. I, yeah, I think you might be right. I yeah. mean it would not be an accident. No, I'd say Joe took my knees. <laughs> got no knees.
2: I got, I got no knees, <laughs> Joe's all around. He took my knees in the camping found.
0: Yeah. This is the follow-up to Cotton Eye Joe. I got no knees <laughs> on me. Ow! Where'd you come from? Where'd yeah. you go? <laughs> Where'd you
1: come from? I'm getting Nigel. <laughs> we we, we need to have... We
0: need to have a... Uh, yeah. By Rednecks. <laughs> Was that the actual <clears throat> name of the have... band? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I...
2: I, I was it, hoping that it, Joe was just making a joke. Nope. Yeah, you know, by
0: fucking Rednecks. R-E-D-N-E-X. Ah, That's the um, name of the band. I, I thought see. you just
1: meant it was I, it was composed by people who were Rednecks. You know, by
0: absolute by, hillbillies. By hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've just heard that song way more often than I would like in my life. Because of my name, I happen to know the a little bit of trivia regarding it. We should have, uh, side note, we should have a doctor that we can call when we have medical questions, like, if your kneecaps are removed, do you have knees? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I imagine, what
2: is knee replacement surgery? Because that would be the removal of your knees. Wouldn't, it be right? a great,
0: wouldn't this be great to have a doctor it's we can call? It's gotta be. <laughs> Like the official ALN doctor? It's got to be your knee cap, right? That's got to be what, knee replacement.
1: P- the patella and the, the patella. ligaments that attach it to the muscle? I don't know. It's got to be, right? So I guess right, it's, maybe it's we, not we the doctor. joint itself. It's just it's the whole it's the it's the whole mechanism. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just need a doctor. So we we right, definitely
0: so- need a doctor. So when we have ridiculous questions, we can just be like, so what is, is a knee? What
3: what is knees? What, what is, is knees? knees?
2: What? Just one quick question. What what exactly is knees? Is knees. And mm. do bees have them?
1: <laughs> well, do bees now we need an knees? entomologist. Can bees yeah. have knees? <laughs>
2: mm.
0: That's a, that's the name <laughs> of the episode.
2: <laughs> Can bees have knees? So, all right, first we hire the countdown Wayne's World guy, and then a doctor, (laughs) and then then a bee scientist. A bee scientist.
0: (laughs) Not just just any entomologist. It has to be a bee specialist. A bee solid. A bee scientist. It has to be a (laughs) bee. I would
1: imagine bee specialists probably make up a significant number, like a, a high percentage of entomologists. Like I'm just taking a wild guess here. Three, yeah, like four, like like three, four percent. Yeah, five percent. That's yeah. a significant chunk. Yeah, I mean, compared to the people who study, like, walking sticks, you know,
0: <laughs> just, that's one guy. It's literally stick bugs. Dave, Dave Craig. His yeah. name's Dave Craig. Dave Craig. Yeah. He's,
2: he's he just and all he does is you show him one and he goes. Yep, there it is. <laughs> is he, that's
0: all yeah, he does? Notice
2: the knees.
0: But try, <laughs> try to oh, show no. him something that's not a walking stick. You will not fool him.
1: He goes, nope. Now that's just a stick. No, that's a, <laughs> that's a baseball.
0: <laughs> no, nope, that's a stick. Regular
2: nope. stick. That,
0: that there's a garbage can.
2: Ain't gonna fool me.
1: <clears> I can't know take that. Can't bug. take that
0: walking.
2: <laughs>
1: That's offensive. Obviously, entomologists are smart people.
0: Oh, we were talking about Dave Craig.
1: Yeah, Dave. Dave he's Craig. An yeah. <laughs> he's
0: an walking stickologist. Out, out, out of his mind. Yeah. He's not. He's not an entomologist or apiologist or even a goat biologist. He's. No. <laughs> he's just a local idiot.
1: Yeah. Well, only the coolest biologists are goat biologists.
2: Well, I mean, maybe whale biologists.
1: No. Mm-mm. no, They're
0: all dorks. Yeah.
1: Mm. Goat
2: biologists. They all study dorks.
0: Nice. Oh.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. I'll give it that, to
0: you. That is an oddly specific hey, scientific I, look, fact I, for you I, to know, I know off the top of your head. Look, I know what a whale's penises are
2: called, okay? <laughs> I know all manner of penises. No, don't I, test me on
0: animal penises. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I have to rescind what I said earlier. The name of this episode is "I Know What Whale Penises <laughs> Are Called." <laughs> Look, if there's one thing I know, it's
2: what whale penises are called, <laughs> and that's literally the only thing I know. I'm Dave Craig. That's not a stick bug. <laughs>
0: Walking stick.
2: <coughs> yeah. The
1: British call them stick insects. Even.
0: Yeah, because that rolls right off the tongue. That is our episode, and with a score of three, I am this week's loser. Wow. Yeah! Drink it in. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Marcle. I'm Sean Keller, and
2: I'm not going to do it this week. And I'm Mike Pareto. If you were
1: expecting me to do it, nope, not going to do it.
0: Have a great week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? little
2: nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you could be jolly. A little nonsense now and then Is relished by the
0: wisest men